0: Learn more at Marines.com.
1: It was a Steeler, Steeler fans, it is time once again for another episode of the hangover my name is brian anthony davis and it is, i'm on i can't hear you it is time now and uh shannon what's going on hey buddy you've got you've got a special studio audience there don't you
2: yeah yeah um, my wife just got home and so she'd wandered through and was asking me a question <laughs>
1: well hi mrs shannon we all say hello and i uh, hope you're doing well and uh lots of exciting things going on and things popping up, and it's cut day tomorrow. But the cuts are starting right now. The Steelers made some cuts. And if you guys are looking at the Slack channel just 20 seconds ago, a big cut just came up that fans of Steeler Nation are going to be making a stink about and saying, ooh, the Steelers need to look at him. It's the Lions making a cut. Jared Davis or Gerard Davis, former number one pick linebacker out of Florida is going to be on the open market. Do they look at a guy like him? That's a lot of people are going to say it. People jump in and say, yes, no, maybe so. We don't want him. We want him. Yep. You know what? It's the uh, guys in the front office, Omar Khan and Khan, that are going to make that decision, but things are happening. This is the equivalent. If you're baseball fans, guys, and gals you know what this is this is july 31st this is your hot stove league in a way so before we get started with all that let me say hello to my friends we already said hello to shannon white shannon good to see you
3: tony defio what is going on my bud uh pretty good um i a uh i held up to work tonight with a a computer problem so i'm sorry about that but you know it's a preseason so it's uh you know what are you going to do right i'm 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 good how about you good so uh what we're going
1: to do is we're going to go over the btsc final cuts and let's see if tony defio is on the list because of that he's the bubble guy let's see tony i'm sorry you've got to work with us another year you 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 made the cut no red tag in your locker uh, well i'll i'll show you mr brown <laughs> No Turk for Tony. So yeah, no Turk. The uh (laughs) bad does not
3: want to see your playbook
1: (laughs) or your headphones.
3: I don't know what I don't know what I'm reading anyway when it comes to the playbook, so it's good. Uh there
1: is no playbook when when I'm your podcast producer. It's it's kind of chaos, I guess, fellas. But no, definitely. This is what you gotta do. I'm gonna tell you right now. So much news happening. It's gonna be flowing in. We might be breaking news in this show because we just broke news right now that did not hit the website yet. I bet you, if you look at the website now, it's probably up there yeah. in some form. You know, but we we do that quick here. When we get to, when we get that source and we get that source confirmed, we go at it. So make sure this is the day that you just want to check out. BTSC. Tomorrow, the day. You want to wait for that? That I'm telling you what, it's going to happen too. You're going to have a breaking news podcast with Dave Schofield sometime tomorrow. The breaking news, when that breaking news comes out, you know something's happening. So look for that as well. You'll get to hear his thoughts and hear all about what cuts are made. Trades start happening now. You know, the Mason Rudolph saga keeps going on you know we we pretty much know that he's not going to be the starter or we believe i would think that we would be shocked at, at this point tony do you agree
3: uh yeah there's no i mean i love mason team mason but i'm, I'm a realist he's not going to be the starter it's it's likely going to be Mitch Trubisky.
1: shannon white uh do you match that snicker from tony and say that yeah The,
2: You know, when you look at it, Trubisky and Pickett are more mobile. Uh, that is a huge advantage for them over Rudolph, especially behind the way the line's playing so far. So I think that if, if the line would have been better and stronger, it might have been more of a competition, but the line just isn't there yet.
1: All right, so here's the big question. And what we're going to do on this show is we are going to examine where the Pittsburgh Steelers are going to be after tomorrow at 4 p.m., who's going to be on the roster. Now, keep in mind, that roster is going to change from tomorrow to September 11th. Mike Tomlin had one of the greatest comments. I loved it yesterday. Somebody said the preseason's over in the postgame press conference. He's like, no, preseason has two weeks left. And he's right. Have two weeks left, so they're they're not done. He said, "Hey, we're working, but guys are going to be popping up on the list." As Robert Kerlin puts on, Sony Michelle just released by the Dolphins. That happened about 15 minutes before we we went on as well. You know, people are making moves. I saw that. I saw him available in my fantasy draft last night. It's a 14 team league, and it's a keeper league. And my gosh, running back. In a 14-team league that's a keeper, they're at a premium. And I'm looking at it, and I'm reading the fine print. They're like, he could be released. He might not even make the 53, and I'm glad I didn't go after him. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, you know, that's that's just one of those things. And speaking speaking of fantasy leagues, check out Tomorrow on the Fix. I'm just going to throw that in. It's last minute for your drafts, because if you're like me in the league that I run, man, that draft isn't going to be until like Wednesday night before the season starts. So. <laughs> that's kind of how I do it. But so, you know, everything that's going on then. So there's going to be some things going on in Pittsburgh. We're going to be talking about it, but here's the big question. Where is Mason Rudolph going to be not just tomorrow at four o'clock, but on September 11th at 1 PM. Shannon, I'm going to start with you
2: it's all going to come down to compensation. If somebody will offer them a, a, a fifth. So I heard the, they wanted a fourth, but um, if somebody gives them a high enough fifth, they might consider it. If not, he's more valuable uh, as the third quarterback behind that offensive line. Again, everything has been predicated this offseason, this preseason and during the season because of that offensive line. So uh, unless they get the right offer, he's he'll, he'll be stuck here in Pittsburgh.
1: Tony, what's your gut saying?
3: Uh, you know, he's on a one year deal. I don't know how much you're gonna you're gonna be able to get for him as far as a draft pick. And I just think, he, like Shannon said, he's more valuable here behind this line. You never know when you're gonna need your third string quarterback. And we saw that, you know, like I said last week, we saw that in 2019. <laughs> they were down to Duck, <laughs> and we loved Duck for a while there, but nobody could foresee that uh, in training camp that year. So. I think you keep the player. I mean, fifth round picks are, are great and all, but but I think you you have to have the quarterback. I mean, you have to have when you have this these kind of problems with your offensive line and you have three good quarterbacks, I think you have to keep uh Rudolph as as your third stringer. I can I don't I can't imagine him doing much better than him as a third string quarterback in 2022. You know, this is where I stand. I mean, it doesn't matter to me. But
1: all I'm going to say and I want to say that to the live chat, I want to say to Shannon and Tony, and I want to say to my buddies at BTSC that will complain next year that the Steelers should have, they'll have the hindsight glasses on, the 2020 Steelers should have traded Rudolph. So this is the equivalent of let's make a deal. Is rice Aroni the San Francisco treat under door number two? Or jersey number two? Or... Is it okay to get rid of them? That's, you just make, you don't know the answer. If you want to be conservative, you keep the guy. If you want to roll with it and say, are we going to need to go to that that, uh, cupboard and pull them out? That's what you do. So there's going to be a lot of people calling for a trade. There's going to be other people saying, stick with them. Only they know what they're going to do. And right now, What are we seeing? We're seeing that people are saying, you know, the Steelers have had some phone calls, but they don't want to give them away. So that tells me that he's going to be sticking around here in Pittsburgh and people are going to be complaining about the guy. (laughs) If they trade him, people are going to be complaining that they, they traded him. So that's what we're looking at. Guys, I don't know if you had a chance to listen to bad language this morning. If you didn't, that's fine. Go back and check it out. I uh it was my show. And I had a very important message for Steeler fans. Because we have some members of Steeler Nation. And what they do is they root for guys to get cut. I'm asking you, don't do that. Hmm. You root for players to do poorly in preseason so they get cut because you don't want to see them around. I saw one tweet. And the the tweet was like, all right, I hope when Jay Sternberger was let go, well, I hope this guy, this guy, and this guy gets cut next. And they said, what? They didn't say Derek Watt, but they said, what? I'm like, oh, you know, good. You know what? For your sake, wouldn't it be funny if it was TJ getting cut?
3: (laughs) Okay. Talk about your your dead cat money. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
1: So look, don't root for these guys cuz here's the thing. I don't want anybody to find out that I got fired from my job here at BTSC or my my career job and go, oh, "Great. That's awesome. I'm glad Bad got fired." I'm happy about that. <laughs> Not for my family, <laughs> my family. <laughs> That's going to suck. You know, so why do you want these guys to be fired? Because guess what? Some of these guys get cut and they're not as confident as Devin Bush saying that I'll find another team. They don't have an option. So why are you wanting these guys to get cut? Because you don't want them on the roster? Look, all I'm going to say is stop that. There's no room for that. Have some human compassion. And. So when you look at cut down day, be happy for the guys that got jobs. Hope the guys that get cut land somewhere else. And that's it. You know, I I don't care if Mason Rudolph is on the roster. If he is, fantastic. He'll have a chance to do some things. He might have a chance to shine, and he might have a chance to get a $10 million deal next year. And if that happens. What happens? Shannon, you were asking about this on the Slack the other day. What happens? Compick. Is that going to happen? No. And, hey, save it. I'm not going to look for you to say there's no way (laughs) bad. There's no way that he's getting a $10 million contract in that. Nobody thought Mitch Trubisky would either. I'm just saying. That's best-case scenario if you keep the guy. Also, best-case scenario is that he has to come in, and he's the one leading that two-minute drive to win the Super Bowl. God forbid, if he has to be in there. So that's it. You know, Michael O'Malley says, I think to get anything from Mason, you have to put draft picks in the to get a deal. We need those picks and might need Mason. I I don't I don't really think you're looking to get a player. You're not gonna get a player out of Mason. At this point, there's not a lot of if if players are swapped here. They're like third stringers for third stringers or second stringers for second stringers. You're not going to get that OT that you want. You're not going to get an inside linebacker form. That's just rare. It doesn't happen at this stage of the game. But with that being said, you're going to get a draft pick if you get them. But either way, Steelers are in a good position with them. This is a good problem to have. You know what the bad problem to have would be? My God, the quarterback room is a mess. That's the bad situation. How many interceptions did Mitch, Mace, and Kenny throw in the preseason, Shannon? Sarah. Tony, do you agree with that? Uh. I disagree. I think they they threw less than zero. No, yeah, they threw zero. (laughs) Now, uh, less than zero, good movie, Robert Downey Jr. Um, (laughs) Gosh, that five seconds is I'm going to get in trouble from somebody saying, I'm out of here. You know, bad's talking about movies from 1987 now. You know, all I'm going to say is when you look at the preseason and the quarterbacks, what do you have? you have a situation where they all did well and there's now they're tiered Mason did not do better than Mitch and Kenny Mason still did well enough to have some kind of equity for this team, whether they're traded or whether he's kept there's value now. So there you go. I, uh, I really think at this point, I'm going to say that this is not an endorsement. This is not what bad wants. This is not what bad doesn't want. This is just, I think, I think the writing's on the wall. Mike Tomlin could say different on the post-game podcast. Excuse me, the post-game press conference. But right now, it looks like Mitch Trubisky is the quarterback. And a two-minute drill that he brought up that he wanted to see done by Mitch and see how he performed in it, he can see.
3: So I think, does that cement him, Tony? Yeah, I think the way way they they used him all throughout the preseason, him starting in each game and him playing the whole first half on Sunday against the Lions, I think that that tells me he's going to be the starter in Cincinnati. I I can't imagine uh, Tomlin making a decision uh, based on Kenny Pickett playing uh, coming in behind Trubisky in each game. I, I just don't see how that would work. And plus, uh, Trubisky got the, the majority of the uh, first team reps in, in training camp, all throughout training camp. So I think it's it's Trubisky's job. And, you know, as much as I, I am excited about Kenny Pickett, I think he is your future. I think the, uh, the way Trubisky played, I mean, he didn't play – I don't think he necessarily played all that great. But then again, you know, it's a, it's a small sample size. So I'm, I'm, I'm uh, content with him being a starter in Cincinnati.
1: All right, Shannon, here's the question. Is there any way that the Steelers go with just two quarterbacks to start the season?
2: Well, there'll be one. The third guy being active, But But, uh, again, I, I just don't think that the Steelers are going to get the offer for Rudolph that, that everybody thinks they're going to get, and I think he's more valuable. So I, I see uh, Trubisky start, you know, pick at number two, and, and Rudolph number three and inactive on most game days.
1: All right. So I think uh, we have what we think is going to happen. And, you know, I actually agree, but I'm not sure who your inactive on game days is going to be yet. I uh, I don't have that. It looks like Trubisky number one. I'm still thinking the way Dave Schofield was thinking back in April that Kenny might be your inactive game day guy. For the first couple weeks, but we'll just see. Is that Tony Deffia? Let me ask you this question Is that that's not a bad move? That's not a waste of a draft pick if they, uh, if he's a game day inactive for the first couple weeks, is he?
3: No, because I think, I think Rudolph is better suited right now to come in in the middle of a game if something were to happen to Trubisky and, and finish out that game. And and we've seen it in the past when he had to come in for Ben uh, his first ever appearance against the Seahawks. He did, he did really well. I think he's, you know, with the adrenaline and, and nobody being prepared for him uh, throughout the week, I think he's better suited for that right now. And then you can, you know, Pickett could, could be the third stringer to start the season and, and kind of get the, the lay of the land as a, as a NFL player in an actual regular season game. And then maybe down the road, you know, they can switch roles, but early on, I, I think that's, that would be perfectly fine. Uh, Cause again, Ben Roethlisberger was that guy. He was supposed to be that guy in his rookie year, the third stringer and things happened that pushed him up the uh, depth chart.
1: People forget about Charlie batch being hurt. Yeah. So that's, that's really interesting there. Uh, Shannon, let's wrap up the, the quarterback talk with one last thing. So if you're looking at this whole situation, and Mitch Trubisky is the starter. Would you agree that that does not mean that Mitch is the best quarterback?
2: Well, again, it's it's behind this offensive line. If you put Pickett in there, and we've seen with young quarterbacks, if they can have a modicum of success early on, um, they usually they have a better tra- career trajectory. I don't think that they're going to throw Pickett out there in that, in that tough four-game stretch or five-game stretch to begin the year behind the line as it is. In all honesty, if you watch, Trubisky started at the game. He, he did not make quick reads uh, against the lines. He held the ball too long. He took two sacks. Uh, if you watch Pickett, when he come in, he, he makes his pre-snap reads. He, he, he might, you know, do an RPO, and the ball comes out quick, much faster than Trubisky. Now, he's not looking down the field as much as Trubisky. So Trubisky will make some more splash plays than, say, Pickett will at first. But behind an offensive line as porous as the Steelers currently is, you want Pickett in his anticipation and his pre-snap reads um, – That's more valuable than Rudolph's experience and lessened mobility. So, to me, Pickett will still be the best option to come in uh, and relieve Trubisky if necessary. But I don't think Pickett is a wasted pick in any way. Oh, I I do. Well, I mean, I think he's going to end up, he's the future. Trubisky's the bridge guy, in my opinion, because we've seen enough of Pickett. I think we could say that, you know, he's showing more glimpses of the it factor than. Trubisky currently is.
1: Yes, and and I agree with that. And you know, I ask that question because that's kind of the rhetoric you're going to see if Kenny Pickett is does not have a helmet on Sundays and is inactive on game day. You're going to hear that stuff from fans. And I'm that's why I asked you to explain that. Now, Tony, I'm going to give my final thoughts on the quarterback situation, but it starts with a question to you. It's actually a trivia question. In 2006, at Heinz Field, a music video was recorded by a band called the Poverty Neck Hillbillies. Ben Roethlisberger was in that video. Do you happen to know what the name of that song was?
3: <laughs> I don't even know the name of the band. <laughs> it's, it's actually, go
1: ahead and Google that. It's actually pretty entertaining. And Ben's in it. He's throwing the ball at Heinz Field right after they, they won the Super Bowl. It's called Mr. Right Now. And the lyrics Mm -hmm. went something like this. I might not be Mr. Right, but I'm Mr. Right now. So that does not mean that Mitch Trubisky is Mr. Right for the Steelers franchise for the next 10, 15 years. What it means is Mitch Trubisky is Mr. Right now. Kenny might be Mr. Right, but Mitch is Mr. Right now. So if you don't know that song, it's actually a pretty good ditty. I like it. Check it out. So what we're going to do right now is we're going to go position by position. We're going to take about two minutes for each position, so we're not going to get too long-winded on this, and I'm talking to myself more than anybody on that. Let's talk running backs. Shannon, how many are they keeping? I won't say
2: three. uh, In Harris and Warren. Now, I'm not sure if it'll be Snell or McFarlane. I do think one of them will make it, probably Snell because of his special teams and uh, because another guy can also fill in a running back if needed, which we'll get to him in another position. But that would be my three.
1: All right. I, let me just throw this out real quick. I hate the special teams equation when it comes to a running back because a lot of the guys can play special teams. But when it comes down to it, Benny Snell is not good at that position as a running back. He's just not capable. Do I want to see him get cut? No. Like I said, I'm just saying he is he's the guy that I hope another franchise picks up. So you like McFarlane better? I like McFarlane at this point.
3: Okay.
1: And of course, I like Jalen Warren. Tony. Do you agree with that, or do you have anybody different? And if you agree, go on to fullback.
3: Uh, I think it's going to be uh, obviously Harris, Warren, um, McFarland, and, and I don't know. I don't think they're going to keep four. Honestly, I think it's going to be three, and then they're going to they're going to keep because I think they might keep an extra an extra player to, at a different position for uh, depth reasons. So it looks like uh, I'm looking at some breaking news
1: here, and. It is Carlin's uh, Patel had successful surgery. He just put out a tweet and he is saying that he's hopefully to be back soon. So that almost tells me that uh, you might see an injury settlement or something like that. Also interesting breaking news too. Jimmy Garoppolo and the 49ers agreed to a restructured one-year contract that will keep the quarterback in San Francisco this season. The contract contains no trade and no tag clauses. Very interesting there. Just thought I would bring it up as it's happening because this is going to be a breaking news show because things are going to be going to uh, be in there. Um, so here's here's a question I want to ask you. One more thing about the running backs, and I'm, I'm going to ask Tony this question too. You dated a lot of women in your time what is the name the first name of the woman that br- broke your heart the most the most dangerous woman's name out there
3: uh, if you can't... I, I, I'll just use her first name I don't know really yes do that. that's fine. Lila her name is Lila from Pitcairn. Okay.
1: well right now the name that I think is the most the name of the most dangerous woman for the Pittsburgh Steelers right now it's Liz last name Frank. Liz Frank and you hear the Najee Harris news him coming out and saying that scares the hell out of me (laughs) I'm just going to say that so beware if you run into a woman named Liz Frank run away
3: (laughs) (laughs) you won't be able to run very far
1: (laughs) (laughs) that is the best retort of your of your career here I absolutely love that so fantastic um (laughs) <laughs> so here we go so let's go ahead and go to fullback who's the fullback in in pittsburgh tony
3: it's Derek Watt, and i know you, you said about the special teams but the experts say he's one of like matt williamson says he's one of the top five or six in the entire league so if well, that's different why, yeah that's probably why he's going to stick around because because uh he, they're not going to use him much on offense but he's too valuable as a special teams player for them You let me clarify that. And I'm glad you brought that up and I'm going to clarify
1: that with what I need to say with Shannon next. So I'm going to address Shannon here. So Shannon, when we look at the special team situation, you do agree that there's so many people that could play it, but when there's certain captains and at a position like fullback, that's a little different. Would you agree?
2: Yes, I mean I agree. I think that it might even been in part of TJ's contract when he agreed to sign for what he did. That hey, if I'm here, Derek can you know can be here because again they're paying four million dollars at a position they don't use. And this year I think you're going to see a good bit of two tight end. Uh, I think you'll see a good bit of H back with uh, Hay- Connor Hayward, and I still don't think you're going to see a lot of Derek. What so you're paying? $4 million for a special teams captain. Now, he's really, really good, but there ain't too many special teams captains making $4 million <laughs> on that ability alone. So um, I think it's a little bit of... If you wanted to talk about nepotism, as people wanted to bring up, I think that is it.
1: I tell you what, Tony, you just blocked that last comment, right? I sure did. Okay, well, I wanted to talk about herpes cures, but I guess, <laughs> I guess you just... Uh, <laughs> i guess we can't let's get back to the steelers wide receivers guys this is the toughie. so before we get to wide receivers let's talk about pass catchers in general let's do the tight ends get them out of the way quick does kevin Raider have any chance no shannon tony no
2: no i don't think so
1: um, somebody mentioned in the, the, uh, live chat earlier that, uh, they don't see much value from Connor Hayward. I, uh, I don't think it's a nepotism thing. I think that there is value in the guy. Is there any way that that guy gets cut?
2: Nope. Tony? No, no,
1: Nope. No, no. I, I, I saw value in him in the first game. I thought he looked pretty darn good. Um, you know, unless there's no, this does not mean that a guy like, I think Kevin Rader is so valuable to this team to be waiting in the wings. Hey, man. Yes. Connor Hayward, uh, his future
2: is at H back. They got him listed as tight end, but he can, on your depth chart, he can be running back three if necessary. He can be fullback two and he can be tight end three. And he's very good on special teams. If anybody's been paying attention, I think he has three tackles in three games. Uh, I mean, the guy is the type of glue guy that you want a team built around, a championship caliber team, have these kind of guys. Uh, I see his value more than I see Watts value as predominantly special teams only.
1: Tony, is Connor Hayward is he Frank Whitecheck?
3: <laughs> I never really thought about that comparison, but but uh Shannon laid out a, uh how how versatile he is and we saw that in college and I think he won an award for it if I'm not for the most versatile college guy so I mean he can he could serve many many purposes for them and that's the kind of player that mike Tomlin loves if his name was connor johnson i think he would he would be on this team simply because of of all the uh because of his position flexibility position flexibility
1: what if his name was connor davis
3: well i mean <laughs> I, I would say i I knew him once uh when he was uh, your, your son who would come on the podcast and I'd be, star- be starstruck.
1: <laughs> there you go. I don't think at his height and weight that he's going to be a good H back at this point, but um, we'll see. I, but he does have the mouth to fall in, da- follow in dad's footsteps. I would say that he's just as loud as dad. So I'm proud of that. That's a, that's a Davis family tradition. Be loud, be proud. All right, here we go. Wide receivers. Just rapid fire, real quick, Shannon. I'll start with you, then Tony. What number? How many are being kept?
2: This is one of the toughest decisions on the whole roster, because last year the Steelers didn't have enough special teams. I'm not special teams. Excuse me, skill position talent. Now they got too much. I I was wrote in an article today. Stephen Sims and Tyler Vaughns could easily produce or exceed Ray Ray McLeod and James Washington's contributions last season. Those guys started at different times. Sims and and Vaughn's might not make this roster. That's just how crazy deep it is. But, you know, Johnson and Pickens, Claypool, uh, Austin, those four, and Austin just calls the potential. He hasn't got to show anything. But I just think that, they seen enough before he got hurt. Uh, but he might be begin the season on the hour, and If he does, then that would open a position for Sims or Vons. But Boykins is another guy. We talk about special teams, but you see what he can do. You know, he can't catch the ball. He's six, four, and he's an excellent blocker. So if they could ever get the running game going, he would really be a benefit to them. And he, he could do a pretty good uh, Claypool impersonation. So, but there's just so many guys. So I'm going to say they're going to sneak a six guy in there because you know Gunnar Osofsky going to make it.
1: Shannon, if that was your version of rapid fire, I would hate to hear slow
3: and steady. <laughs> I, I'm just going to say that. Um, Tony, what's your number? Uh, they're going to keep six. It's going to be obviously Johnson, Claypole. Uh, uh, Pickens, Austin, even though he didn't play in the preseason uh, Gunner and Boykin, I think Boykin like to, as Shannon alluded to, I think he could be their new Darius Hayward Bay as far as a, a, a special teams guy who's who, who you know running down on uh, like kickoffs and, and making the tackle. Okay, so
1: here's here's the thing. Let's talk Austin first. No, you cannot cut Austin. You can't. What you need to do, I do not see him being on the roster on September 11th, but I see him being on the injured reserve and what you would have to do, you would have to keep him. This is from Dave Schofield. And if I'm Dave, if I'm, I'm botching this, please be sure to correct me. And I know you will. But if you keep, if you want to put him on IR, you have to sign him to the original 53. Then you turn around and put him on IR. So with anybody on IR, you might see, I mean, I guarantee you the same thing would happen with DeMonte KZ. You'll see him make the 53, then he, they turn around and put him on IR. If I'm incorrect on that, somebody please tell me, but I, I believe that's uh, the way that uh, Dave laid it out the other day. So, that's what I'm thinking that's going to happen with Austin. Look, I know I said, hey, the special teams, You've you've got to be careful with the special teams. I'm talking about when I'm talking about keeping a special teams guy, it's a guy that could add value, not just in special teams, but as a receiver, as a running back. I don't think Snell does that as much. Boykin definitely does. Darius Hayward Bay was great as a special teamer. If you put like, if you made an all-time Steeler special teams list for gunners and just guys that that were great on special teams, DHB is one of them. Chidi Awoma is one of them. You know, there's some great Steelers special teamers that, that have been around a long time. And I'm not just talking return man, man. I'm just talking about what they do for this team. So, but what Poikin did yesterday in the first round, excuse me, the first quarter in the first half, he was catching some nice balls with the first team. He looked like a good receiver, and it made me think. Remember how highly regarded he was coming out of Notre Dame. The, was it the same year? I believe it was the same year as Chase Claypool, if I'm not mistaken.
3: Or was it the year before? It has been that long. It was either the year before or the same year. I, it's, it's, only been, it's only been a few years for him. I believe
1: it was the same year, but I could be corrected on that. But Boykin was a guy that the Steelers were looking at and people were talking about maybe he's your first-round receiver. You know, so there's, I mean, that didn't happen, but I will say this. And I said this on bad language this morning, Baltimore is where receivers dreams go to die right now. They do wasn't that way under Flacco, but right now it was some somewhat under Flacco. I thought, but right now, yeah, you can, you can put a really good receiver in Baltimore and look out Loretta. It's not good. Hmm. so there you go there with that so if we got to look at six another guy you look at might be you might have to go seven here and gunner might be your special teams guy as that seventh but i'm thinking right now the way it's going to look on september 11th of course the big three of johnson pickens and claypool then you start looking at number four and number five and number six. So who's gone from that list? Anthony Miller's gone from that list because he's hurt. So I really think somebody's said in the live chat, why uh why would you pick up Gunner? Gunner did a lot of things out there, and Gunner's fleet. We said this on the show before, I think it was the show. He's a faster version of Ryan Switzer with good hands and, and he can move and he, he does it against ones. So, you know, I, I hate to throw, throw out the uh, comparisons, but he came up with the, uh, he came up the Patriots and it looked like they were eventually grooming him. And he wasn't all pro to be another Welker, another Edelman. And those guys did not become great receivers right away for that team. So, who is uh, Boykin's going to be on that list? Boykin might even be your number four. <laughs> and did one I of add? those, yeah.
2: I wanted to ask a quick question Is this your version of rapid fire? <laughs>
1: Cause you picked me about it. Wow, we we just lost Shannon. I, I don't know where he went. Um, gosh, he must have a bad internet connection. Uh, so.
2: I had to ask.
1: Well, yeah, but I'm the setup guy. I'm I'm, oh, I'm setting sorry. up the I'm questions. Sorry. All right. Bah. All, all I'm saying is that I think one of those guys your Vaughn's, your Sneed, your Sims. One of those guys has an opportunity to make their roster. I don't think Cody White does. Mm-hmm. And I think, but originally what you're going to see, one of those guys gets left off. And then when Calvin Austin, the third, if he is put on IR, then you go ahead and see one of those put back on. I would think that number four should be Austin. But if he has to go on IR, you're, he might not be number four in, until midseason.
3: Yeah, so, the thing about him is we don't know about his injury. what, what is his injury? It's, they don't divulge that in the preseason, I guess.
1: No, I mean we we do not know. And he's saying uh, Mike Tomlin, "When I'm ready to play, all right." Offensive line, who <laughs> goes? Let's just let's just not ask who the who the top five are. Um, we we'll, let me throw this out real quick. We'll go rapid fire on this one. Dotson? Green. I say Dotson. 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 All right. Um do you think anything changes with that starting five on that offensive line? Not at the moment. No. Shannon, do you feel better about James Daniels after yesterday's game? I kind of do.
2: Yes. Kinda I definitely him. do.
1: Have you ever had any reservations about Mason Cole? Really? No. no I think, I, like, I'm sorry. Go ahead.
3: No, I think I think he's, he's going to be a steady, solid center for them.
1: And I, I got to tell you, my everything changed for me. And I talked about this on the preview. My big concern was the interior of the offensive line. And now after yesterday's game, my interior line feels pretty good. Then it's the... Uh, it's the exterior the the outside guys your tackles shannon will the guys on september 11th be more and okora for i believe so so tony if that's the case if you don't disagree with that who are the depth pieces
3: i think uh LaGlue is a guard, uh, and, and Joe Hay can play tackle and guard. So I, I think those are your depth, uh, and <laughs> I guess it's between Kendrick Green and Hassanauer there. Uh, uh, you know, Green is more versatile, but what does that mean with the way he's been playing <laughs> both of those positions? Yeah, you know what? It, it's
1: okay. It's okay to see, to see a third round guy, not stick. You know, one of the greatest teams of the last 20 years. Everybody talks about how amazing Bill Belichick is. Man, they lost second round picks really quick. Third round picks. They their their drafting is has not been as good as the Steelers. So if you have to say, "Hey, we made a mistake on on Green," that's okay. So, um, Eric SQ thinks Hasselhoff will see playing time. (laughs) I think he's about 75 now, but Knight Rider. And I mean, I I mean, he looked, he looked good in Baywatch. So I would definitely think that's there. Um, what, what do you, what do you think right now? Um, Shannon, anybody different than the glue? Uh, is there anybody popping in that that you really think?
2: No, I've, I've been a big fan of, of green. But I, I mean, I wanted to see him uh, at center and he doesn't want to play center and he can't, he's too little to play guard. So actually I think he's in danger. He might get cut.
1: I, I will say this. I, I don't, I don't agree that he doesn't want to play center. And I said this on bad language this morning. That's just one of those things. Remember, he's a young guy. And when I, uh, when my daughter says that she wants to go to Pramani brothers or my son wants to go to Buffalo Wild Wings, and I say, hey, we can't go. Um, well, actually, he's more of a wingstop guy. But uh, so what What happens, as soon as I say we can't go, I was like, ah, I don't want to go there anyways. <laughs> you know. So, I mean, I, I don't think it's the fact that he didn't want to play center. I don't think this is a Cordell Stewart situation where, like, I don't want to be a wide receiver. I, I'm a quarterback. I think that's just defensive interviewing. And it's a whole lot different when you're on the spot and interviews are, I mean, interviewers and microphones are in your face. So let's go ahead and jump over to the defensive line as we don't have much uh, time left in this podcast. We know Hayward, Ogunjobi. We definitely know that Alu-Alu, they're going to be there. There's no way that DeMarvin Leao does not make this team. Uh -uh.
3: Oh, his explosiveness! I, I was so impressed when he late in the game when he was ch- trying to chase down a quarterback. I couldn't believe how fast he was. True or false, Shannon? DeMarvin Le-
1: Leal might be the starter. Is the starter at the end of, by the end of the season in Pittsburgh on the defensive line? True or false?
2: I would say false uh, because I I think uh, uh, Oga Joby will be the starter, especially as he gets more playing time. But Leal will be in the rotation, and I've said before, don't be shocked. As Tony mentioned, that explosiveness, if he don't get some snaps on the edge and the Steelers go with three outside linebackers.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's, that's an interesting thing. Tony, so there's some good players going to get cut off of that defensive line. Is there going to be a Davis brother in here? Because I'm not sure if there's room for for a Davis brother, but I think they both deserve to be on the team. I think it's it's too crowded.
3: Yeah, I think I think Khalil will probably get cut. I think Carlos Davis will probably make the roster for one more year. Shannon, let
1: me ask you this: could there be a surprise cut? And could could his name be Chris Wormley?
2: It seems like the Tomlin and them loving. <laughs> and I when I watch, uh there was a He was in on that one long third and 18 draw play up the middle. And if you go back and you watch that play, Wormley just, he doesn't keep his uh, responsibility and gets blowed out of the hole. And then Bush gets tangled up with and doesn't get off the block attempt. Uh, And that's why that play happened. Wormley still does not impress me. He ended up with a sack because three guys harassed, Okay, Joby dominated a double team to make Val uh, swing out of the pocket, and then Scott made him fall down, and then Wormley touched him, and it looks like he got a sack on the stat sheet. So Wormley doesn't impress me much, to be honest.
1: I I don't know if he makes the team now. Here's a guy that I this would have been a shocker if I said this months ago, but I don't think Montreve's Adams makes this team now. He might be a uh, he might be an injured.
3: Settlement cut, Tony. What what's you, your thoughts? Yeah, that's wild too. Because he, he we were so much hope for him coming into the season, and he really did nothing substantial during preseason. If my memory serves me right, what's Has enough, his injury? It's lower body.
1: I haven't <laughs> as heard they, what he's injured. They is. take the hockey term, but I I believe that's what it is. I don't have it in front of me. Um, I will just say in his case, it's not ability. He has the ability. He just doesn't have the availability. So let's go to the linebackers. Uh, let's do outside linebackers. Of course, Highsmith, of course, Watt. it's, uh, I mean, I'm saying Hamaka Rashid, I think he's in. I don't think that that he's going anywhere. I think they really like him. I think that's why Gennard Janna, Avery went away. They might just keep three. If they keep a fourth, who's it going to be? Is it Delonte Scott Shannon? Or Is it somebody else?
2: I think Tuska would be the third. Okay. And uh, I I don't think that they like uh, Hamaka Rashid as much as everybody else seems to do. I don't think he makes it. But like I said, if they they could conceivably only go with three. And, you know, waiting to see who gets waived. They might get picked up off the waiver wire. Uh, but they could try to get uh, Leal some snaps there.
1: Do you think that Delonte Scott is gone?
3: I think he's practice squad. Tony? I actually think they might keep uh, four because, you know, Highsmith didn't play all preseason. I don't know what the deal was with him with his injury, but I think Tuska makes it and uh, Richard. Uh, And and maybe it'll keep Scott, too.
1: Let me ask you this. This is a curveball here. Do you think there could be a ghost from Christmas past coming in as an outside linebacker in the form of guys that haven't been cut yet, but very well could be from their current teams, Jameer Jones, Ola Denny, (laughs) or even Quincy Roche?
3: Well, I I would hope it would be Quincy Roche, but... Yeah, the question is, why Why did he get cut again? <laughs> you know.
1: In in all three of those situations, the teams that, that those players are on are loaded in that position. Oh, and okay. that's okay. why I saw them mentioned.
2: That's why I was talking about watching the waiver wire, because the, the guys like that, that do have experience in the defense already.
1: You're not going to see a superstar. Come in off the waiver wire. Even if they make a trade, you're gonna see a JJ Wilcox. You're gonna see a trade like that where you're looking him up. I looked up JJ Wilcox. I wasn't sure who he was. <laughs> All right, inside linebacker. I'm just let's throw it out because everybody wants this guy cut. And if you listen to bad language, I just say stop it. Devin Bush. <laughs> Any way that this guy gets cut. No, no, Shannon, I agree. Does uh, does he start? Yes,
2: I think he will.
1: Yeah. Okay. Miles Jack does he have a shot? No, shut up, Ryan. No, Miles <laughs> Jack looks good. Um, Spillane, I I would think that he would be a shocker of a cut, right? And who else are you keeping in there? I mean, UG three's gone. Buddy Johnson does not look solid. Yeah. No. I mean, people are piling on guys like that, but. Buddy doesn't look great, but I think there's a guy in there that uh, Shannon loves. <laughs> I think he makes the team. I don't think there's a way he doesn't. Shannon, where? You, think, what are they going to do? Not what you want them to do. What are they going to do with Mark Robinson?
2: I think Mark Robinson makes it uh, on potential, on special teams uh, effectiveness. And I think that hopefully he'll get a few snaps throughout the the regular season so he can continue to progress but he has the potential the instincts and the aggressiveness for the position i I hate to see it one year after he was drafted but i think buddy johnson's gone
1: i i don't think he stays tony let me ask you this any any changes on the inside linebackers or should we move on and uh, you give us some corners
3: uh, no, I, I, I like Robinson. I like his potential. They might they may have just scratched the surface with him as a seventh round pick, based on only starting one year in college at linebacker. What about uh,
1: the Marcus Allens of the world?
3: I think Allen might have been saved by the Kazi injury. I, I know he's more of a linebacker now, inside linebacker, but because of the Kazi injury, and you don't know what that, what, what how long he's going to be out. I have no clue with how long he might, he might, he might have his job might have been saved. I think Elijah makes it
1: at safety over a guy like over a guy like allen i i really think they they like elijah i thought he uh looked good in i mean of course he was playing you know the fourth quarter of that game but i kind of like what what i saw from him you know of course i think minka makes it maybe i, I, I don't <laughs> know this is just me being being funny so don't think that man that bad in that he, he doesn't know anything about the steelers because he's saying uh he, he he's saying that uh minka's gone gone in that Tony <laughs> is my wife my friends jeff's jeff and dave think my ginser accent is bad i think my ginser accent's good
3: it's Gotten better, it's gotten better, and over the last couple of years, it's gotten That's, better. That, that, that means it still sucks. Well, you're just, I mean, you're just nice, and your accent sucks anyway. I don't got you know, it's, it's try being here all the time. No, offense. I love it. I no offense it, to my it, fellow Pittsburghers.
1: It is music to my ears when I well, hear that. I just, it's,
3: ABBA. it's home. Yeah. It's
1: ABBA, yes, yeah,
3: well, you know, it's...
1: yes, I love that. <laughs> I love that you called it ABBA.
3: Um. <laughs> All right, let's
1: let's talk uh, let's talk corners, uh, Tony. You might want to grab that, unless you want to unless we need to talk about uh, just adult dating sites and nude HD. <laughs> oh Jesus! So uh... sorry, I am looking down. <laughs> My gosh, what is
3: wrong with these people? Anyway, I, I got it, and I won't screw up this time. The,
1: see, this is what this has replaced the guys in Vegas that you're walking down the street and they've they've got the pamphlets going wow Trying to because they're not allowed to talk yet but they're 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 throwing the the flyers out Hmm. i was gosh this reminds me of that very special episode of blossom that for some reason we're (laughs) binge watching in my house when joey lawrence or joey russo in that show got a hooker so um they've been (laughs) talking about the oldest profession whoa They're, they're talking about everyone's talking about the oldest profession so there you go. But let's talk about the most important profession right now that we could talk about. It's defensive backfield. Let's start with the safeties. Of course, Minka. Of course, Edmonds. <laughs> Don't ask to get rid of Edmonds. That's another guy. You start embracing that guy. KZ, that's, that's a heartbreaker. Right. But then you have Trey Norwood, who I think is really good and yeah, valuable like to it. that team. I like him. Who uh, who, and then I think Elijah Riley, because I think Arthur Mollett. I get so confused with Arthur Mollett. Is he a corner? Is he a safety? Is he a, just a defensive back? Is he just a DB? What is he's he, a, He's a slot. Okay, yeah. So he's but don't a for, don't forget Killerbrew. Yeah, see Killerbrew's the the guy there too that I don't think of as a safety. I think of him as as a special teamer. Right. you know I I think because uh, they do keep some spots for guys like that and he'll get he'll get pro Bowl consideration and all Pro consideration as a special teamer he's that kind of player
2: um Kelebreu is very effective as a the backup strong safety against teams like the Baltimore Ravens and the Cleveland Browns he got some plays in, in those games and he was very effective so uh with Kaze out, Uh, You know, of course, Kazi is a deep safety, but uh, I liked uh, Elijah Riley as well. Um, And I think that that, because of that, I don't see Marcus Allen making the team.
1: It's that's very interesting, Tony. Any thoughts on safeties?
3: Well, I don't know much about Riley, but, but everybody seems to be high on him. So uh, maybe, maybe he, uh, he will nudge Allen out of a job uh, because if he could play uh, deep safety. I mean, that's certainly more than Marcus Allen can do on defense. So uh, that's fine by me. <laughs> All right. So uh, Claude throws out
1: Justin Lane might get cut. So let's go to the corners right now. You know, this is the first time in a long time. Would you both agree that people aren't gripping over the corners? And it, it kind of scares me <laughs> because people stop saying that Joe Hayden's on speed dial. I I, I don't think he is anymore. I think that the the team is happy. I'm I am not thinking that there's a glaring weakness at cornerback among these three men: Akella Witherspoon, Cam Sutton, and who am I missing? Levi Wallace. Right. Whereas I'm not going to break out into my uh, Out and John impersonation on he must be Levi. But you know, who else at that position are you excited about? Of course, Mullet's in there. With well, Norwood,
2: his okay. versatility, he could play corner, uh, slot, or safety. So that's very valuable. As you said, Levi Wallace, he's solid. Witherspoon, I give the dude credit. I've picked Danny forever that he won't tackle, but three preseason games, and he had an impressive tackle in all three of them. So I think that, you know, he took, the probably the the end of season meeting to heart so uh i don't know if there's going to be a surprise at the cornerback position
1: this year am i missing anybody tony justin lanes in there
3: yeah i don't i don't i'd be shocked if he made the team um but they might they <laughs> can back to special teams they might love a special teams contributions who knows but, but there might uh, be room for him yeah there might be room for him yeah uh, well, you know he's figuring Mallette is. I don't see him as a as a straight up outside corner at all. He, he's strictly yeah. a a slot guy. So uh, I, I think he makes the team, and I I, I I like his energy, as I said in the past. So I, I think he stays. Uh, Lane and Pierre, I don't know. Do you think Do uh, you think one of those guys gets the boot? It, 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 might, it might be one of those guys might have to go. Pierre made
1: one of the greatest plays I've ever the smartest plays I've ever seen a defensive back make, not the greatest plays, the smartest plays when he got penalized for cat yeah. pass interference yesterday, that was a straight tackle. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah. that's awesome. Cause like I'm watching with my nephew and dad, I'm like, now that's heads up play. He right. knew he was beaten. That's a, that's a, that's a short touchdown, He was toastier than toast. Mm. And, and you just gotta go, yeah, I'm going to tackle you. And let's hope that, uh, the defense will stop him, which, which they did. He saved a touchdown by sacrificing, (laughs) uh, sacrificing yards on that play. But I don't think I, I think yesterday, last year, he was Shannon's darling. It's not a darling anymore. I just don't think, uh, I like him. I hope he ends up somewhere.
3: I don't know if he's going to stay here, guys. I, I just, I just have one question um, about about Hayden. Do you think these three guys right now, the the three starters at corner, do you think they're as good as Hayden was at as, at his very best when he was here, like those four or five years that he was here? Because people act like he just he fell off the face, like his his skills just completely deteriorated. But I think he was still fairly effective for them, even last year.
1: No, I don't think. I think Joe Hayden can still play football, but Joe Hayden can't play football for the Pittsburgh Steelers at the price tag that that he would want. Mm-hmm. And he's not. And these guys are no longer taking veteran minimums. They're just saying, "Hey, you know what? I've got enough. I can retire." Hayden's done. He 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 lost. It, it,
2: you know, he was really good at his best for the Steelers, but last year he lost the step, and uh, he was done and nobody's tried to sign him as a free agent. Uh, he's too good for that if he's half of what he used to be, but but he's done. And I don't think we'll see him have success anymore.
1: Uh, you know, it's a shame too, because I'm a big fan of Joe Walter hate. I
2: oh, love the guy.
1: Yeah, me too. I love him. Uh, all right, guys. It's time to get on out of here. Um, I was going to, you know, my gosh, he got a field goal block yesterday. So I was gonna spend the next 40 minutes debating on Chris Boswell, but we just don't have time for that. So I keep gotta him. do keep him, keep him, keep Boswell. Right. Yeah. All right, I gotta do something here. I know we're gonna go over, and I know that uh, the podcast producer is gonna yell at me, so I yell at myself. Um, but I gotta do this. Tomorrow is August 30th. Tomorrow is the 75th birthday of one of the most important left tackles in the history of the Pittsburgh Steelers, John Kolb. Mm. One of my favorites. I love John Kolb. But with no offense to John Kolb, for me personally, that birthday is not as important as one man named William Leonard Davis. My dad will be 75 years old tomorrow. Hmm. And I got to tell you, a lot of people say this, but I have events that my dad shows up. Even if my kids aren't there, he's there taking pictures. <laughs> and I'm 50 and he's 75. And he's doing that. And he's there for everything. When I'm down, he's there so you know it's cliche to say hey my dad's become one of my best friends but no my dad has become one of my best friends and i'm blessed every single day to be able to be able to call him up and just talk to him cuz if somebody's going to talk me off the ledge it's my father mm-hmm. if there's a problem it's my dad if if i know somebody's going to clean something up for me there's no doubt in my mind and uh my dad is uh acts like gives me more credit for what I do than I deserve. He brags on me like, like nobody else. It's, it's kind of like in a few good men when, when uh Lieutenant Weinberg, the, uh, the second to uh, Tom Cruise in that movie is saying that, uh, you know, my parents are, my old man's bragging on me, you know, oh, he's arguing something, you know, <laughs> and, and you know what? I don't feel like I deserve that. But for me, i love john colb but i love bill davis more happy birthday happy 75th dad love you with all my heart so um that's what makes me the luckiest guy in the world so with that being said it's Amen. time to get on out of here um
3: guys take it out for me because i, I can't well for brian anthony davis i'm tony and shannon white i'm Tony Defio. And just when you think you've got all the answers, Shannon. We keep changing the
2: questions.
3: Woo! Happy birthday, bad dad.